Howdy everyone, this is part two. Uh, more talkings of our favourite movies. Uh, enjoy. Yeah. You enjoy it. My second movie. Check it out. My second movie is the one probably none of you pricks have ever heard of. Oh, yeah, because I watch, like, these little indie movies that actually are good, not, like, the big budget. phone call. What is it? What's the movie? American Pop. I have never heard of it. I've heard of it. It's a movie called By Ralph Bakshi, who's, like, one of my favourite directors. Okay. What's it about? It's about, like, generations of artists. It starts off with, like, just after World War II. And then, is it animated? Yeah, it's rotoscoped. So oh, it's like, it's acted it's like that Lord of the Rings. Is that the um, old Lord of the yeah, Rings? He movie does that style. as well. Yeah, he yeah. That, and yeah. is it also like um, the one that has Keanu Reeves in it? No, that's kind of. Oh, that's the kind what's of. That called? It's not that's like that's. It, it's not the same, but it's pretty much what they do. Yeah, they they it's record darkly. They record a yeah. video of the guy running, and they just draw over that, and that's how they animate it. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's called Rotoscope. the Fellowship of the Ring. There's a from the seventies. Yeah. The same person did. Um, a, 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 a retros- what's it called rotoscope rotoscope yeah. like a rotoscope adaptation of that he oh, did a and fi- it's fucking trippy I he, watched it high yeah. once wow <laughs> he did um with Tom no oh. he did a movie called Coonskin uh, <laughs> yeah no, it, it is it is it's is fucking it, racist is it? it's supposed to be racist as fuck okay it, that's kind of the whole point and it's fucking amazing is it like ironically racist with no. like a bigger point or what um it's not ironically racist it's just um the black people like didn't do nothing and shit and it's supposed to be like that I, I don't understand what that means what do you mean black people didn't do nothing cause like talk like okay like, this is about to reveal um how racist I am but I don't well we it. can cut this yeah cause um you know how um <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone you can't bo- see us winging you know how the Baltimore riots how it started with like that black kid getting shot mm. when mm. it got revealed he like robbed his store Right, and then all the black people were saying he didn't do nothing, <laughs> and that's the whole point of it. Like you call black people didn't do nothings. Okay, all right. Oh, anyway, nice. back to American Pop. Is it good? Yeah, it's amazing. But so What's it's like, is it like it's a different generations of? So it's not these traditional it's, it's like a, it's beginning middle end. It just goes over many generations. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, of a family. It's like it. It's like not our reality. So like the f- songs that are famous now are sung by the people in the movie. Oh, I see. It's like so yeah. There was like it starts off with World War Two, and then he dies, and then his son dies, and then he dies. Oh, okay. it, it's just different generations of like other really famous musical musicians. There's like Janis Joplin and that, and then, but it's just the characters in it are fucking amazing. The thing is, it's like such a low rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'd recommend. I'd highly recommend it. Well, if it's it's the whole really, thing is rotoscope, that sounds yeah. enough for me to want to see it. It's it's fucking amazing. Just the actors in it, and because how did you come upon it? I've always liked Ralph Bakshi, like oh, he did really? Wizards. Oh God, Wizards! I've yeah. seen that. That is great. Yeah, Wizards. It's like there's a Wizards, and at the end, the gun, the Wizard just pulls out a gun and shoots. It's actually wizard. pretty wicked. It's like it's like the animation is just so trippy in itself, yeah. but it's about like Wizards with technology, and there's this war between like non- non-Wizards and Wizards, and it it is. Yeah, I can't really describe what it is. You just have to watch it. Okay, but just, it sounds um, really interesting. It's amazing. It's amazing musical. That does sound pretty good. But yeah, so and is the it kind of like the characters in it are just like really fucked up. I'm imagining like a cross between 
the beginning of Wolverine, where you see like Wolverine and, uh, and no. Sabretooth like <laughs> no. fighting through. No, a cross between that and Interstellar five five five. Well, no, it's like the, some of the characters are pretty detached. There's like the the guy who like managed Janice Joplin in that. He had a kid, and the kid like he banged at the start of his scene. He banged some chick in Nebraska, and then that kid comes back in the eighties. Oh, I and see. He's like, Oh, cool. That sounds so interesting. So he brings him up for about a couple of days, and then he just gets his homeless guy to tell, to tell the um, kid that he's leaving, and the kid's like, "Oh, did my dad tell you say anything?" He's like, "Yeah, be cool, man." <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it's the people in it. Yeah, the characters, the dialogue. All right. Oh, Next. Yes, Next three. Um. All right. Let's do a more recent one. Um, one that came out last year, Whiplash. Oh, that well, was this year, wasn't it? Oh, no, 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 it was, it was last, year. last year. Yeah. Um, I, upon watching this, I think I almost instantly put it in my top five films. It is very good. Um, well, I must have done. Yes. Yeah. I watched it and then it became in anyway. Um, I just think that the ending of this film is almost what sold me on it the most yeah just like the final 15 or 20 minutes yeah it's pretty is amazing just music yeah and well like it yeah, kind of yeah. leads you down like because it like the main character oh, it's probably not best if you haven't seen it definitely see it yep but like the main oh, character oh no, your top three choices have all been music um the other two aren't yeah they are no, the other two that I haven't done. Oh, um, oh yeah, four or five. Yeah, the four, the other two. Yeah, um, and so he's he's a jazz musician. It kind of all culminates in him doing pre- like playing the, in a in a um, in a band. Yeah. For selection to like this high end, he's attending the, a school. The power play between yeah uh, like, JK and the JK Miles Teller. He, he won an Oscar yeah. for his yeah. yeah. He is just supporting actor. Amazing. Right? I always love films that are about, like, people who are obsessed. Yeah. And, like, a criticism I heard of this movie was that, like, they didn't like the main character because it was kind of a dick. But it's like... How was he a dick? Well, he... When he dumped his girlfriend. He he is a bit of a... That was kind of fair enough. Like, he... he, Yeah. Well, that's why he's he's still a dick. I think he is a bit of a dick, but he's so obsessed. Like, seeing someone that obsessed with trying to be the best at something is, like, really Really interesting. interesting. And, like, in a way, even if they are kind of a dick, I don't think he was enough to make me not like him yeah. but it's like I don't know it's so kind of if it's done well it's so like hypnotic and you just it's oh, just so good hypnotic is a perfect description of the tail end of this film yeah because it's just it's just him playing yeah and and like he essentially um, J.K. Simmons has been pushing him to do this one specific thing pushing him would be an understatement yeah. he's been like Abu- b- abusing him to, to make him the best yeah. yeah breaking him down breaking him down it just like some of the swearing and like the color of the language is amazing. Yeah. Simmons. But um, and then yeah, the whole tail end of this is, is the, the film is just him like essentially doing the impossible for yeah. what yeah, has been seen prior, and just it's all just jazz drumming, and it just that like, en- that I, that ending when he actually does the, when J.K. basically fucks him what are you over. Doing? He fucks him over by not yeah, telling anyway, him. Anyway, so yeah, let's just talk yeah. about the ending. So, like, he like 
he, J.K. Simmons was being an absolute fuckwit. Yeah. Apparently, one of his prior students had committed suicide. Yeah. And so there was like a group because um, Miles Teller gets kicked out, mm. and there was a group that had wanted to get him in trouble for being such a dickhead. Yeah. Um, because he was just an abusive. He was terribly abusive. And then teacher at the school of jazz music that he's at, and. And, um, so Miles Teller gets Ma- him fired. Miles Teller rats on him and gets him fired. And then he doesn't know, but then he says, "Come play with me in this band." But then he actually does know. Yeah, he does know. And then he. Yeah, you're talking about J.K. Simmons. J.K. Yeah. Simmons knows that it was Miles Teller. And then and he, they- to, to, for revenge slash to make him to push him to his limits. Yeah. No, it's no, it so all for it's revenge. so he would never play jazz again yeah. because uh, the, the so crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.K. Simmons invites him to this presentation. Yeah. To play in this presentation. Which is actually like selection for the. It's another way to get into that. Yeah, yeah. to the highest. No, it's not that schools are even better schools. Someone was just there watching, right? Yeah, no, it was actually in front of the entire crowd. It was like a competition. It wasn't just a presentation, Mm. and the whole crowd was just selectors for. and so he bring invites him to this thing, and then tells him that they're they're doing this specific song, and then plays a completely different song. He has yeah. no idea what to do. But then absolutely fucks it but then up. Then he starts getting it towards the end. Yeah. And it shows. Well, he wings it. No, he improvises. He, oh, does no, he? Thought he thought leaves. He he gets. He just like. I thought fucks towards it up towards the end leaves. of the song he starts getting what it is. Nah, he oh. buggered it up. But but and then he, he does it so poorly he leaves. Mm. Anyway, like, gathers up the courage, comes back, and then tells. <clears throat> tells the remainder of the band to play a song that he had been practicing which is also one that they all know and he plays it absolutely perfectly it's a song that J.K. Simmons had been abusing the shit out of him which is Whiplash right Whiplash yeah Yeah. Whiplash is the song but then it goes off into this like it's just hypnotic and no J.K. Simmons realises no he's like what are you doing and then he realises he's actually pretty good yeah yeah, he always knew he was pretty good Miles Teller just plays it perfectly Mm. he didn't know he was Um, that good he does like an improvised drum solo doesn't he or is that like part of it yeah yeah, it's an improvised drum solo and um, and during the course of the ending J.K. Simmons is kind of progressed from revenge and being angry to like let's let's make this happen to just like really go on He's, he's like completely turning. He's like, come on, guys, we can do this. Like, he's going to do it. Yeah. And it's just the most, like, mind-bending, hypnotic... Like, I didn't even know it ended. I was just like... <laughs> the film, it, I was amazed. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. it was damn good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. I was just... I was absolutely blown away. But it was... It wasn't just the, the film. It was the combination of the... Yeah. Of of it all coming to this mm. but also the music as well the music mm. was the biggest part of it um yeah fantastic it's a good one. yeah uh, going back to that it's a good one. I was a bit I was a bit spaced out when I watched it <laughs> I don't think that it didn't detract from it but the ending was just I just oh god so that's whiplash all right, my one. My next one is Children of Men. Oh, I forgot this movie existed. Yeah. How same. did you forget this movie existed? Same. So, the plot from IMDb in 2027. I endorse this choice. In a chaotic yeah. world in which women have become somehow infertile, a former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. So, this movie is amazing. Probably one of the best sci-fi movies ever made, I'm going to say stars Clive Owen and Julianne Moore and Michael Caine Michael briefly oh, <laughs> what was that? oh Aang <laughs> try doing that with an iPad oh 
That's the only line I'm going to think of when I think of Michael Caine from now on. Not, not, not from well, Batman, not from the Italian job. It beats I'll bury you. Try doing that with an iPad. <laughs> that could be in like Apple's advertising slogan, like one of like their advertising campaign. Maybe it was. Maybe that movie is is funded by. <laughs> anyway, Children of Men. It's directed by Alfonso Cuaron. I'm probably pronouncing Cuaron wrong because it's French. Cuaron. Maybe that's how it is. Very offensive. Your face, your mouth doesn't look like a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Who also directed Gravity, and he did the third Harry Potter movie, which is, in my opinion, the best Harry Potter movie. Is that the Goblet? No, it's the Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkabab. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Anyway, yeah, it looks amazing. It has a lot of. The uh, the classic long continuous shots that everyone likes to jerk off over, but in yeah. this movie they're actually are, they actually are really good. Yeah, like long continuous shots are sometimes not uh, sometimes bad. Are very I think really a lot of bad. people give them a lot of. If it's in a movie, they're just like, oh god, it's all yeah. automatically good. But yeah. in this yeah, movie, I disagree with that. In this film, I actually think it's... they do add to a movie. Yes, but I've seen like the making of how they did the um, the car cha- the the bit when they're in the car being they're just on the highway and then like pretty fucking intense and then. Uh, they get attacked by these people on bikes yeah. and like the way they move the camera around like the seats folded down and popped yeah. out just to move around but obviously you can't see that oh it's amazing but I think like the intro to this movie is so good where it's just like Clive Owen in a cafe but you get such a sense of the world and how like fucked up yeah. it is like it's all in the background well it's not even the background just it's just walking past the street and everyone's in cages yeah it's so much stuff that you're not directly if the camera's not right on it but it's all there you can see it in, that's the, in why, the world that's what I love about movies it's yeah. just like you don't need to know anything it's the just background there. stuff yeah if and you want to know more just fucking wiki it because maybe some someone's well, asked the director well no if you want to know more you don't if, you don't need yeah, to know more that's it tells what I'm saying someone's probably asked the directors in one of the things true but it's not like yeah, that's what I'm saying you can look it up if you want to know more true but usually in a film like this it's yeah, better true. that you don't know more yeah. you understand enough and yeah, he's in the cafe, and then there's just a giant explosion, and it's so intense. But I think what makes it good is it's just the the overall plot and how much of it is like. If this was a shitter sci-fi movie, it would all be like scientists talking about women yeah. can no longer get pregnant. You must transport this woman to from point A to point B. It's so like it plays it much cooler than other like yeah. sort of films of this genre, and like a film with this plot, I would imagine in a different filmmaker's hand would be so shit. That's not true. I th- no, I think there's a version of this movie. There's another French movie, a French man who could have done it just as well. Who? Luc Besson. Oh god. What? What are you talking about? L- Luc Besson from L- Lucy in Fifth Element. Yep. Okay, whatever. But I really like the ending to this movie a who lot. Who wrote Possession 1981? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, wait. I need to think of something else to say. <laughs> fuck off. Didn't think of it. You haven't even seen it though. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, inc- it's not on my list. It's incredibly intense. It's incredibly grey. It's, it's just sleek as It's fuck. such a, an awesome idea for a film. I think the whole like women have become infertile, and it's like it's essentially like the end of the world, but it still looks like our world. But it's like the plot allows it to be essentially the end is nigh. Mankind is fucked. It's gonna die in like a generation's time. Do you think? But. Yeah. It's like, it's how the world is sort of in responding to this and, I don't know, there's some hope for the future because that woman's pregnant. Do you think now they're going to do, like, a re-release of it? 
Why? This time the male are going to be infertile. Oh, God. Because of this current generation. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Of people who browse Tumblr. <laughs> the internet generation. <laughs> where the minority has the power, has the biggest voice. You're, really, you're very opinionated about, yeah, about yeah. Tumblr and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's an awesome movie. I think it's one of the best sci fis that I've seen in a while. I don't even like when you said sci-fi well that's the thing it is a sci-fi but it's mainly like it's like a sci-fi thriller almost just because there's no spaceships doesn't mean it's not yeah the plot it's in the future and that's the thing it's like it's like a lo-fi where it's a sci-fi but it's very mild sci-fi but it's enough that it's still like a really intriguing plot and amazingly executed Minority Report is like a weird movie well that's much more sci-fi it involves seeing through time and holograms oh, yeah, that Tom Cruise that. manipulates with his hands. I forgot about those psychic of, I think it's probably one of Clive Owen's best films as well. Yeah, he is so good in it. Like, and so is Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah, God. Talking about these films, they're all fantastic. I remember I just happened to see, like, I ha- just happened to start watching this halfway through when it was on, like, I don't know, some on TV somehow. I saw this at the same And it was just like, I was just like, what is this movie? It's, like, amazing. And then I rewatch it from the start I was like dear god this is yeah. an incredible film and then yeah. when you start seeing about how it was made and stuff it's just so much the shot, so much uh, love and effort was put the into shot it. where he's like running through the, the buildings and like behind the, the tanks and camera yeah or one, the one where there's a splat of blood on the, on the camera mm. yeah. um, I saw the making of that it was just like holy yeah. shit like crazy but the long shots continuous shots in this are incredible you know, I think sometimes that is distracting. It can it, be, yeah. Like, I think, like, as much as... Birdman's probably a good example because it's recent. Yeah. Um, but, like, in that, I think it kind of pulled it away as much mm. as it made it good. And, like, so... But with Children of Men, I just remember being completely <coughs> engrossed. Yeah. I know Birdman, the whole thing was edited to make it look like it was all yeah, one yeah. shot. But I didn't think that that added anything to the film. I just think that was, it felt like a gimmick. Yeah. Everyone seems to be doing it. Even Spectre, the very first shot of Spectre was all one. Yeah, thing. didn't take very long for a cut, though. No, it was about four or five minutes, apparently. Was it? Mm. Wow. Hmm. It was just like whole, him walking start, upstairs. That's, the whole start of that yeah. was like minute for minute. It's true. Seeing exactly what was happening. Yeah. Which is an interesting thought. I had never thought about that. Like, that's the one shot is as much you doing it all in one shot as yeah. you seeing exactly what happens to these yeah. characters for every moment of that mm. time there's no like distracting yeah. there's no jumping and sleeping or have you, I've driven down the road now have you heard of that Russian film where it's like all the entire movie is one shot the, is that the entire there's movie there's a couple actually yeah. I think. shot from a head cam no or? it's like oh, what do they call the movie so it's like, like set in like Victorian era Victorian films no it's like a something piece no it's like a something piece I can't remember they, it's a period piece period piece that's that just means it's from yeah. History doesn't mean that's Victorian. Just, well, it's a period. A yeah, I know there was that's a word like for it. like X Men: Days of Future Past is a period. Right. Well, it's a period piece, but it's like just some like old Russian ball, and the entire movie is just like a one. Oh, one really? Show. I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure that's. Like I the think only... it frustrate me. I don't think it really. I think most of the time it takes away. But I think it's just because, because I loved it. I think it's just because yeah. it's so intense to do. Like yeah. if one person. There's a lot of good ones, again. but yeah. Anyway, that's Children like of Men. If one extra fucks up, then you have to do the whole film again. Yeah, Children of Men damn good alright two thumbs up done yep alright uh, my one is Valhalla Rising that's a it's a good movie because my top my favourite films are one where it's like barely any dialogue it's all visual oh yeah. but then there's too much where it's like 
Tree of Life. I can't stand Tree of Life. Ah, yeah, Tree of Life was fucking abysmal. Yeah, where it's like it all is his visuals and there's no end. I like the dinosaurs in it. I don't understand it though. I've never seen Valhalla Rising. What's it's really. It it's just about um, Mads Mikkelsen is a Viking called One Eye, and he's like a slave, and then all of this is like these Christian Vikings um, tell him he's like we're going um, on the Crusades. Will you help us? And because he doesn't speak the entire movie. Oh, really? And so he was just like, he gets sold to them, and then they get lost and wind up in America, and then they get like ambushed by all these Native Americans, and the movie ends. Shit. I really love Matt. Yeah. Like, in everything he's in. There's so. only like, there's only like three scenes. Uh, no, five scenes. That's the guy from, um, Casino yeah, Royale, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Lashif, and Hannibal, yeah. And Hannibal. But yeah, it's like, it's just really visual. Mm. Like, it was so intense for him for him apparently he thought because his friend directed it and he's like yeah I'll do this it looks fucking easy because there's no script and then it was like so demanding of him because he was like in the mountains of like Scandinavia where it's freezing and all he's wearing is like pants and he's just like what have I done <laughs> I feel like you, it's one of those movies where you need to be in the right mood like the right mindset maybe, maybe. you I, need to be like very that movie puts me in the right mindset yeah yeah it's very quiet yeah. and like just watch it on your bed at night. Quiet and slow-ish yeah. movie. Yeah. Parts I are slow, it. but then when it's not slow, it's like, holy shit, well, it's not, fucking intense. Not much happens in it. Yeah, there's some fighting in it, though, right? Yeah, there's like, he's, he fights in the pits. Yeah. But even the fighting isn't that glorious. Like, all they're doing is like slipping around in the mud until someone dies. Mm. So the fights aren't that great, but it's still fucking amazing. It is good. It's one of the, It does kind of suck you in. Yeah. And it's just like, you're just in the in it for the journey like every movie I've loved is one where like in this movie there's no there's only a hundred lines of dialogue in the entire movie yeah and the first line of dialogue isn't until like a quarter of an hour through the movie it is impressive when a film can have a story and do that when he's with his viking slaves like they don't speak only when like some randoms come up they start asking who one eye is he's like oh who's that guy and that's when they first start talking oh really yeah it's fucking intense what is it? It's is it set in like Viking? Is yeah, it? yeah. Because it's because apparently deep because Vikings founded America, whatever it was. Like they came first; they were the first white people to. Oh really? Because like inland, they saw a few Viking runes and they're like, "What the fuck?" And they dated them back to like before Columbus and that. Holy shit! So they yeah. Crazy. So it's kind of about that, and it was about an acid trip he had. <laughs> Uh, was reading, director. Yeah, no, the oh, the director. I was reading the I was reading the trivia, and he's like he had an acid trip where, and he wrote about it, and this is it. God, that's pretty cool. That's it's based. Isn't it based on a book? Um, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure it is. I saw yeah, on a bookshelf yeah. a book called it? Valhalla Rising. Not very much. The movie is like two or three years. No, maybe, maybe more. Probably less than that. Maybe yeah. More than that. Five. It's in the late 2000s. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah, I can't really talk much about it. Not much happens in it, but it's. I can't even tell if it's well acted because it's like barely any dialogue. All they have to do is sit there and look menacing. Well, that's Valhalla Rising. Yep, that's that's good. It's like how you're watching um, an art house film and you can't tell if they're acting good because you can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> you're just reading the subtitles. You're like, okay, yep. <laughs> Um, alright. What's next? So, my final... Th- th- Wait, it was directed by the guy who did the Pusher films as well. Oh, Nic- Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's one, he did Drive as well. Yeah, he's the one who did it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Everyone needs to watch the Pusher trilogy, just FYI. Just I'm, just Google it. Just Google it's it. It's like Russian, Russian drug One dealers? of the best trilogies ever made. Just, just throwing it out there. I haven't throwing, seen it. Throwing I've, it out yeah, there. Yeah, I haven't seen it. They're I, amazing. I heard, I heard Tim watching it and it sounded good. It's like, you have you have the first Pusher movie. It's about drugs, drug dealers. There's like, in the first... Each movie focuses on a different character that you've seen in the first movie. Oh, I see. And they're all different, like, have different roles. It's incredible. And the Mads is in the first one. Well, he's in one of them, but they, it's great anyway. Um, so essentially, the, the, pro- the reason why I was worried about doing all the categories and stuff is because of these two films yep and they're both really similar um doesn't matter that's fair enough doesn't yeah. matter they're still different different films yeah they are so that everything you've written down is nothing i have so I thought, I really that, yeah. oh, so what is it what's um, next well let's do big fish now oh i've never seen it i prefer forest gump i've never seen forest gump what yeah, there's so many of these films that I just never got around to watching. Oh my when I was god! Watching, I loved Big Fish, but when I was watching it, I was like, "This is very Forrest Gump-esque," and I prefer Forrest Gump. Really? Yeah. Um. So, Big Fish is like the story of uh, a whimsical, son. a whimsical Jedi. Because <laughs> it's Ewan McDonald. Yeah. So, um, it's a, it's the story of a a son who's kind of coming to grips with his father about to pass away yeah um and he's kind of like never really believed any when his he was younger stories. any of his dad's stories um and so he's uh it, it kind of jumps in between per- present day um i can't remember what the dude's name but he looks a lot like brian cox i think he was the short no there's no it's not brian cox it's someone else they look really similar in my memory so it reminds me yeah, of striker yeah it's not it's, they look really anyway at the end um, of this movie could you intercut this with the Star Wars Force Awakening trailer what because you know his wife says it's true all of it just oh, like answers and god it's true all of it you're lucky I've accidentally heard that part of the trailer you yeah. prick I don't give a shit what you heard um, it's your own fault for not listening to the trailer it's your own fault for <laughs> being a shit friend and, and <laughs> not don't give a shit so yeah, there it is ladies and gentlemen um, it's already been revealed that we have a shit friendship when you're laughing at me for <laughs> dying. You no, you no, had problems. You had problems. Oh, you cut that out. You oh, actually, no. you actually no, have. Because yeah. I remember you writing about that, and I was like, well, "You actually have problems." <laughs> I have problems, okay? So, yeah, and you laughed. It's like you were backed into a corner, and that's all you had left. You're like, "I, I just have problems." Well, I do. I have many problems. I assume that you were talking about allergy, allergy problems. Oh, that was the top of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> it gets deeper. Um, yeah, so he's the the story jumps in between present day and the like the past and kind of shows all of these stories that the father has told the son over mm. the years. Um, it's very visual as well. And, yeah, it is very visual. It's actually, it's um, it, it looks like it, all it looks like it has color in it, yeah. it, but it's Tim Burton, which is weird. Was it Tim Burton? It's Tim Burton. You sure? I'm ninety percent. I don't think it's Tim Burton. Because I wouldn't have liked as much. I don't like Tim Burton very much. Look yeah. it, look it up, <laughs> you bro. It, you see it's by it, and you're like, "All right, I'm changing my fourth. <laughs> this could really determine whether you actually like the film or not. <laughs> Even though it shouldn't, but it, it might, might be by Tim Burton. <laughs> I want it to be by Tim Burton. You know, I'm pretty sure it, it seems is. like it could be by Tim Burton. It could be. Actually, I guarantee you, it is. No, I'm not going to say that. I think it is. I, I'm very confident. It- Yay, yeah, brother! Is it off the list? So, Tim um, Burton. Because Tim Burton's a decent filmmaker of Johnny It's Depp's weird that it has colour. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's very odd that it actually has anything but grey. I think it's because he made up for it. 
This had so much color in it. I remember that yeah. that um sunflower scene always yeah comes to mind. Yeah, there's lots of re- so th- this is really interesting because it's got and this and the house it's immensely the, sad. Yeah, the country scene where there's like all the, the streets yeah. are lit with like sterile lights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, he um it kind of pr- the stories all of the of the older of the father mm-hmm. all kind of link up uh, from when he left his hometown to to kind of when he met his wife yeah um, and they're all really uh, colorful in terms of like what happens but also the, the colors as well mm. and kind of and like they they're not very believable like he meets a giant he meets a witch um, yeah he meets a witch wow um, so that's catches, that's Tim Burton he, like the the story's always the story always revolved around the the wedding story that he would tell at, at weddings and parties and stuff like that about how he caught his he caught the fish that there was this massive fish with his wedding ring um, and so he tied his wedding ring around and then threw it in and, and he'd like always been a fisherman and always been trying to catch this massive fish like a Simpsons episode um, yeah and 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 at the end he, he's, he he dies and they like he break the son breaks him out of the um breaks him out of the hospital and kind of goes and relives some of the story like takes him back to where the fish is right. the fish turns up and then at the funeral all of these like people oh, he becomes the fish uh, he, they, they put him in the water and he becomes the fish oh yeah I can't remember so remember that he's walking down with his because he can lift up his dad for some reason oh yeah yeah the story the kind of it kind of like they kind of and, mold together and yeah. all his friends are now young yeah, again that's and it's kind of it's yeah no it's like a vision it's mm. not real oh, yeah. yeah I don't even know but anyway at the funeral because doesn't he die in the bathtub he does die with yeah water or something no I don't think he dies in the bathtub I think he actually just dies at hospital yeah. but he's like imagine the son is imagining taking his dad down to the water and, the, and then he becomes the fish but then at the funeral all of these people that like, like a giant could that. quite easily have been like there's the giant or this really huge guy turns up they're all young um, again yeah there's the two there's these two Asian ladies that he had always described oh, yeah, he together. Said, he said them yeah, in World War II. Yeah, when he was in World yeah. War II. But it, they, they look like it's like a two-headed oh, person. Oh, they were Siamese in the story. Yeah, there was actually yeah, just right. two of them that were twins. And so, like, all of his stories had just this very slight twist on them, and they were uh, all real. And it was really sad, I remember. Like, I'm a terrible crier in film. <laughs> like, terrible. You I whip! Am, I am no, now. Kidding. But this one, I fucking cried for like an hour. Like, I've, to God. At I've least, cried in more movies this year time. than I have throughout my entire really? life. Really? Yeah. St. Vincent? Yeah, St. Vincent. Oh, yeah, you did. Stella. Um, uh, you didn't actually cry in Interstellar. Did you actually cry in Interstellar? Yeah, when he was... You shed a tear? Um, I shed many tears. Oh, wow, was, I didn't see. When cool. That's because I was fucking hiding it, just like in St. Vincent. <laughs> you don't need to hide it, um, We're all, we're but, all um, humans. It's watch when, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. You fucking cry like a baby in I, that as well. I wanted to watch that on the plane, but I saw the trailer yeah. for it and I was like, no. I watched that twice. I cried in the cinema, watched it again, and it was even more sad because I knew the ending. Wow. But this one, I saw tw- I've seen twice. I, mm. I can't watch it again. Like... Yeah. The first time I cried for almost two hours, and then the second two time, hours. Like seriously, it was how so do you, sad. Wow. Also, I cried in New Star Trek. I don't know how that's even yeah. possible. You cried in Star Trek Into Darkness yeah, when, when Kirk, when Kirk died. was dying. Yeah, and I was like, because I remember Jess was sitting next to me. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I think it was because I was really sick that week, and I watched that. <laughs> no and I was like, I was like a broke. I was like, my body was broken, and I was just like so, so raw. Um. But yeah, like I, I don't think I could watch this again. I'd have to prepare to watch this again because it's so sad. It have, just have a cup of cement. 
Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm, te- I'm terrible. Yeah. Like, it's all right. See, the only movie terrible. I remember crying to before this was Dragonheart. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite but humorous. I was, I was a kid then. Nah, I've always been really bad. I haven't. I don't cry many. I don't cry often in films. I think you don't get emotionally. No, I do get emotionally. I get very emotionally involved in films. Mm. I'll tell you. Maybe what, you're a psychopath. I'll tell you. It could be that I'm a psychopath. There's one way to determine if you're a psychopath or or a sociopath. Oh, what's that? If you yawn. Yeah, apparently. Because yawning's got to do with empathy. That's how it captures on. What? Whereas because a sociopath has no empathy, he can't. They can't yawn when someone else yawns. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I yawn when I people find, say yawn. I find that I yawn all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. I almost, I think I almost cried in the second Star Wars trailer. The, sec- the trailer for the second teaser for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I, I almost that, cried. No, I was close. I could feel it happening. Yeah. Wait, I think you've only seen one trailer. There's two teasers and there's one full trailer. I haven't seen the full trailer. The first two teasers that are like, isn't there two trailers? No, there's two. There's three trailers. The fl- the third one. There's so many. God. Uh, Oh my god! You know I know there's a bunch of TV spots now. Obviously, I'm not oh watching them. My, so man, there's the first the one. Second thing you there's see. a Japanese one. The fir- Japanese so now one. I, was like, I don't want to see any more footage. Then there's an extended the cut of the third trailer, and then there's like another one, and then there's like all these TV spots. But the only one I've seen is no, you it's true. The- all of it. That's the third one. And you've then, seen the first. And two. then Chewie, we're home. Shut, shut, no, oh, you've definitely that's seen the second one. The first. I thought it was the first one. No, no, the, the first, first one is when he's like, there has been an awakening. Yeah. And then you see... And then John, John Boyega You've seen up. it. Yeah. You were oh, in the room yeah, when you watched it. They used all of the cuts of that to build the second okay, one, yeah. mostly. All right. yeah. But anyway, the second one is when you hear Luke's dialogue. And he's and it's like the clips from Return of the Jedi, but they've just sort of changed them around. Yeah. When he's like, you have that power too. Yeah. That that teaser, I was like, oh my god. You know, What's when, happening to my body? Yeah, that's the same. But also, when they... <laughs> you should have a reaction the, um, video. Yeah, I should have done a reaction video. And, yeah. Just become part of the problem. Um, <laughs> the, when you saw all the behind-the-scenes footage as well... Oh, the Comic-Con, yeah. yeah. I, I almost... I, I almost... I, I shed, like, a tear. I almost, I I almost like, shed tears in that as well. Holy crap. The end weird. part, when it's like... You see just Han sitting in the Millennium Falcon, and it's all, like, dark, and like it's not turned on. I was like, I don't see any of that. I don't see any of that. The only thing I saw was like that camel puppet. That's all I've seen on the behind the scenes. It's just a three minute. Three or four minute one that they showed. It's just behind the scenes, them making the puppets and building the ship. You should watch it. It's really good. Definitely watch it. Um, it got me so behind. But anyway, as everyone, as you know, I'm the, not watching. I watched all the behind the scenes of Hobbit. I've, you know, I, like, I thought it was silly that you weren't watching the trailers. But I've stopped watching anything now. You have like, to draw the line. Yeah. I just no. I know. I understand I that. Do, I don't want to see anything more. It doesn't like, give away. That's the thing. I have that attitude, but I had it after the second teaser. I was yeah. like, I'm done. It's, it's so dangerous though because some movies give away everything, like that Everest movie. Gave the away Everest movie everything. was a true story. Yeah, there's not, it doesn't doesn't matter. True. But <laughs> what the about third, what about um something rising the movie Jupiter Ascending. That showed the entire movie. Of yeah, but that was shit. But the I'm just saying that some trailers. Show it's not everything. about Yeah, it's not. Oh yeah, but it's not about like I know the trailer doesn't give much almost anything away. It's no. like I just want everything to be as much of a surprise yeah. as possible. Like even the visuals, seeing stuff. That was the same. I don't want to see it. That was the I want to see it at the cinema. I came to. Yeah, but but that was mostly in like the last two weeks when. Like, since all the third trailers... The third trailer's out. Holy I've shit. seen all of the trailers. We are so off track. Alright, someone... You say, Mish, you say, that's the end of part two. Do it, like, in your radio voice. I don't have a radio voice. You've done it before. Okay. I have? 
Just do what you think is radio voice. Do I? Well, what? How come you guys don't do radio voice? <laughs> I've just... Well, whatever. Yours is the best. So what I have to say? That was the end of part two? Yeah. Whatever you want to say to conclude part two. Alright. Holy shit, you've made it this far. Well, that was the end of part two. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Stay tuned for part three, I think. <laughs>